Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Let's go through our themes together, starting with the theme for the year, One to Go. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And the theme for this month, One to Go. There is a man in your kingdom, in whom is the Spirit of the Holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, wisdom of the gods was, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him the chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Cornerstone, let there be light. Put your hands together and you may be seated. Amen. Look at yourself and say, I'm doing good. I am doing good. Hallelujah. You know, there is a prayer we pray to God. Listen to this. And there's a prayer you pray to yourself. When the Bible says David strengthened himself in the Lord, it meant he reminded himself of God. There are times where we need to stand and remind ourselves of who God is. And there are times we need to tell the situation who we are. There's a scripture in Zechariah that says, Who are that mountain before Zerubbabel? You, you, you know when you call your own name by, your own, by yourself? Who, who are you mountain before Emmanuel? You're reminding yourself who you are and whose you are. I pray in the name of Jesus that today's service would, among other things, be a reminder of who you are. Oh, my goodness. I pray to be a reminder of who you are. I pray to be a reminder of who you are. Tell your neighbor, pay attention. Pay attention. Tell those behind, pay attention. Tell those in front, pay attention. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. (laughs) how do you bring things from the spiritual realm into the physical realm (laughs) you know many of us have begun to meditate now and we're having a wonderful time we have visitations we we enjoy encounters and things are happening But, but you see some people experience a slap in their dream and they woke up and their head was ringing. It means somebody brought it from the spiritual realm into the physical realm. They were fighting a fight in the spiritual realm and they woke up with scars all over their, all over their body. And they became scarface. Amen. That's the first joke of the service. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> you see, There are ways to bring things from the spiritual realm into the physical realm. I'll share two ways with us. And then we'll get into the queen. Amen. Don't you just like that that crown on the queue? Amen. (laughs) Amen. Number one. (laughs) That was quite dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> number one 
number one, have faith. Believe. Believe. There's a reason why the moment you come out of an encounter, rationalization on belief is there to remind you that nothing happened. Believe. Let, let me tell you something, because faith comes by understanding. When you had a dream or you saw a vision, it was not a separate you. Imagine you being in this auditorium now, and then you going outside. It's the same person. Being in the auditorium is akin to being awake, and being outside is like being asleep. It is the same you. Spiritual people understand this. It is the same you. We operate in different realms at the same time. Being born again means you came awake in a different realm. You were dead there. But the moment you gave your life to Christ, you came, you were born again because you are physically alive. So, I mean, that's why uh, 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 um, Nicodemus uh, was, was saying, um, um, you know, would I get back into my father's womb, my mother's womb again in John chapter 3? And Jesus said, are you a teacher of Israel and you don't even understand? So, so it is the same person. What is happening in your dream? You see, some people sleep and in their dream, they are, they are being taken back to their secondary school, back to school, back to school, back to school, or where they grew up. It's because that is the source of your trauma. That is where the limitation is. And you are being told, go back there and resolve this. Otherwise, you are not moving forward. It's the same person. So believe, have faith, understand. You were giving money your dream. <laughs> understand, understand that that money is tangible. <laughs> Something was taken from me in the dream. Understand it was tangible. As a man, you had a sexual release in the dream. Understand that life was taken out of you. So, 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 now, it doesn't mean that your, your world has ended. No, it is if you do nothing. And then more things will keep getting taken again and again and again. So, so, have faith. And faith is strengthened by understanding. It is, it is the same person, but it is just in different realms. Don't wonder Jesus said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When we open our eyes, we see earth. When we close our eyes... It is a different realm that we are engaging in. Not necessarily only physically closing your eyes. Number two. This is the most critical. Number two. When Gabriel came to the earth, Gabriel being a spiritual being, angel Gabriel, uh, came to the earth. He came with something. And that thing was a word. And the moment he, 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 he entered the earth's atmosphere and he made himself visible to a human being called Mary, he spoke some words to her. Number one, you are blessed and highly favored. There's no way a woman like that would have carried Christ without, without that impartation of favor. 
That word prepared her. It prepared her life. A woman with low self-esteem would not have been allowed to carry the Savior. He gave her those words. Please listen to me carefully. When you interact with a spirit, you cannot remain the same. Now, then he now said to her that the power of the Holy Ghost, among other things, would overshadow you. Those were very intentional words. The question is, when did the power of the Holy Ghost overshadow her? Because immediately Gabriel left. The Bible says she went to meet with, to see Elizabeth. And immediately she met with, oh Jesus. Immediately she met with Elizabeth. The Bible says the baby in Elizabeth's womb lived for joy. And Elizabeth prophesied, what made the mother of my Lord to come to me? So Jesus was already inside Mary. The moment she went, the angel left, she also left. The moment she left, she went to Elizabeth. By the time she got to Elizabeth, the, 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 she was, Elizabeth was testifying that the mother of my Lord, the mother of Jesus, she already knew Jesus was inside her. So when did that transaction happen? The moment the word was spoken. The moment Gabriel spoke those words, whether she fell under the anointing or not, the power of the highest overshadowed her. So if I want to bring something from the spiritual realm to the earthly realm, I hold on to the word. You heard that testimony? What was spoken? Because some people don't pay attention to what is said. That's why I tell people, when they are praying for you, keep quiet. Why are you praying? You should be hearing. Let your, let your spirit be impregnated. Hear what you're being told. Those, that, that is the power. It is the words. It's not the feelings, the words. And she heard what the Lord said, that I vow that you will succeed. So when any devil comes to want to draw her back to bondage, those words have become a shield. Is the word. So I, I tell people it sounds very simple, yet it is a very powerful spiritual principle. And, and spiritual things are founded on understanding. So, so, so somebody can be given a rock and they'll be using, they'll think it's a pebble. Another one with understanding can look at the same rock and say, no, this is worth a million dollars and keep it in a safe. <laughs> What's the difference? Understanding. Somebody can be digging and then they find something that is black and they say, oh my goodness, this is polluted water. Another person will come and say, this is oil. And then they'll become very wealthy. Understanding. Yeah, they'll claim that they are broke. Yeah, they have under their ground. I don't know what I'm talking about, but they have under their ground something that can make, that can change their whole life. What's the difference? Understanding. It is why when the word of God is going forth, it is our time to be upgraded as gods. When you understand, things will shift. You heard the testimony about the healing? She read there that Jesus could do no mighty work. And her understanding was, healing is not a mighty work. It's not a big deal. 
If those who didn't believe could get healed, how much more I that believe? What happened? Understanding was upgraded. So I, t- I say to people, when they are ministering to you, when you come under the anointing, don't just be enjoying the, the electricity as if it's tickling you. Don't let me say, tickle me, tickle me, tickle me. <laughs> no, wait for the word. Wait for the word. The, the electricity will expire. It will frizzle out. Wait, what word are you coming with? Some will hear it now. Maybe some after five years, they'll understand finally. But imagine what they would have lost. Imagine the encounters that they would have lost. I remember in Ghana 2011, I believe February thereabouts, I had a visitation. Uh, many things happened, but that's not what I, I do. I mean, when Christ is there, I don't pay attention to angels. My, 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 Jesus is the word. What I left with and still remains with me is this. I, you, you, nobody would ever say no to you that is meant to say yes. Oh, yes. Nobody, 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 except if they are not a human being. No, no, no system would ever say no that is meant to say yes. That's a word. Since 2011, this is 2024, 13 years ago. Words don't die. Feelings can die, but words don't die. So the moment you come out of that visitation and you remember a word, it becomes a thread that you'll be pulling. Anybody understand the mystery of the thread? If you have a wool sweater, don't pull the thread. <laughs> don't pull the thread. <laughs> that's, that's what you pull. And the next thing you know, <laughs> somebody understands that they are getting life right now. You keep pulling that thread. If all I remember from that encounter is lion, and I come out with the word lion, lion, Lion. It's a thread I'm pulling. The next thing you know, transformation will begin to happen in the earthly realm. Why does the devil go through all this hassle to make sure you remember the dream of accident? Because knowing, remembering that word and how you felt is what is bringing it, it will bring it to pass if it is not canceled. Tell your neighbor, life is spiritual. Life is a mystery. Glory to God. Now, the queen. Mm-hmm. So they even men are queens now. Just for this service. This service. God forbid. No, just for this service. <laughs> One of the pillars of wisdom is sound advice. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 18. The Bible says plans are established by counsel. By wise counsel, wage war. (laughs) When you see people preparing to fight, you see that there are foot soldiers, but then there are the generals or the colonel, whatever their title is, in some room somewhere, planning, looking at the map and pointing or whatever they are doing. And they are strategizing. Some are waiting to be told where to go. But the real people fighting the war are fighting the war in their brain. It's a war of strategy. And strategy means advice. Plans are established by counsel. Lives, destinies are established by counsel. 
By wise counsel, wage war, and our life is warfare. I, I, I just feel like telling us to just pray in the spirit till 11 o'clock. But, but when you go home, you have to be able to tell them what you learned. So, <laughs> so if you can pray, just pray. Those who can hear, just hear. Plans are established by counsel. They are established. So it means that if there is no counsel, plans will just remain plans. But it is rooted, it is, it is fortified when there is counsel. And by wise advice, go and wage war. Go and wage war. And Esther did just that. <laughs> Esther was the queen, by the way. Yes. When, when you talk about the queen in the Bible, uh, that's Esther. A.K.A. Hadassah. Glory to God. Esther came from a place of disadvantage. Father dead. Mother gone. Esther chapter 2 verse 7. And Mordecai brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother. Which means, (laughs) if you can only hold on to this pillar of sound advice, there's hope. There's hope. There are some of us who don't know much, but we're just blessed because we're standing on the shoulders of giants. (laughs) Giants giving proper direction, saying, "Mm, don't go there. It looks like everybody, but you don't go there. You just wait here. You go here. But time is running, just wait. Relax. Now move now. Go there. Go here. Move here. Keep quiet. Now talk. Move. And we're we're just following advice. And the Holy Ghost is the greatest advisor. Before you start looking for a mentor online, the Holy Ghost is the greatest advisor. Because as I'm speaking now, some are thinking, this is why I need a career mentor. You know, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. She came from a place of disadvantage, not having much. Not much experience. What experience did I have in ministry? As a youth pastor, I just... That was not really experience. <laughs> it was good. But the context I was in was not really experience. It is a pillar of sound advice. There are seven pillars of wisdom. We see that in Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1. Wisdom has built her house and she has hewn, has established her seven pillars. And one of such pillars is sound advice. It is rooted on the idea that don't go and wage war. Don't go to an unknown without enough counsel. It's a principle. Don't move to a country. Move to another city without sound advice. And you land there and just begin to do things based on the way you feel. God will watch you. Watch the person, not you. Watch the person fail. Do you understand that Moses had a deep relationship with God? Yet, God never told him to delegate. He kept watching him morning till night. He would sit down there and judging every single thing until Jethro came to give him advice. That scripture always baffled me. Every time you'll be in God's presence and God will just be watching him because God follows principles. 
There are some that will never listen to advice from a human being. Look at that rich ruler, rich man who died and was carried to the bosom of Abraham. And then he saw Lazarus. You see, (laughs) I just love the confidence we who are rich, we have, all of us who are rich. Even in hell, he wanted to send Lazarus on an errand. can you suffer on earth and go to heaven and be doing errand boy? He said, Abraham, please send him to my people. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ah. And Abraham told him, if your brothers will not listen to the prophets, to Apostle Emmanuel, Pastor I, Mommy I, (laughs) and all these great people, uh, if anybody comes from heaven, They will not listen to them. They are wasting their time. Do you know how many dreams people have had that they didn't tell you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Glory to God. Sound advice. Being able to to curate the right advice from the right places and come to a conclusion, not analysis paralysis, and then begin to move. How can I want to release my first album and not consult someone who has released albums? That is silliness. That is absolute absence of wisdom. Say, because I've prayed all night. Which, which, which pray all night? I went to Google. Google is not an advisor. How? How? I, I just cannot imagine. I'm going into university and I've not spoken to one or two people who have been in university. That's the pillar of sound advice. Being able to, 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 so so I'm going to work at an organization and there are people around, some have reached out to me on LinkedIn that I don't know from anywhere. And they've said, hey, I see you've worked at this company. I just got a job there. Is there any advice you can give me? I said, people are wise. If all I can tell that person is, you know, uh, there's a partner there, avoid him. (laughs) Full stop. If that is the only advice I can give, that can save that person's life. But some people just go, I walk with God the Father, I walk with God the Son. (laughs) You see, that is foundation. (laughs) That is foundation. In order to prosper, you need prophets. Those advisors. And it will take a lot of humility. This is the pillar that requires humility. It requires humility because it will look like you don't know what you're doing. You know when you went to ask for advice on how to turn on the mic? Just the mic, turn it on. But then they assume you don't even know how to use the mic. So they are giving you advice on how to use mic, how to clean the mic. And, and you're like, um, I can do all that. I just want to turn it on. But you have to humble yourself and listen. It is that humility that many people don't have. So they don't want to look stupid, so they just keep flunking and flunking every single aspect of life. But that has come to an end in Jesus' name. That has come to an end in Jesus' name. Esther was built, her destiny was built on following advice. Now listen to me. It is not that every every Tom, Dick and Harry you see, you're asking for advice. That's the extreme. That's not what I'm saying. That displays lack of confidence. But some don't even know they should even seek advice in the first place. 
I want to buy my first house. I'll get advice. Don't use your life to, to, uh, as, a, as, as, a, as your only source of wisdom, which means by experience. I'll seek advice, and they'll tell me, make sure you get the house inspected. It might look like a lot of money, but it's a good investment. Because people have bought houses without inspecting because they are trying to save $450 <laughs> without realizing that they can inherit a broken down furnace that they just patched to work while you were there doing your walk around. Ah, this is very hot. The furnace is working well. <laughs> and after the house is bought, the furnace will just pack up and say, you know, I've done my part. <laughs> it's time to go to be with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Advice. Number one, she got advice from the eunuch. Esther chapter 2, verse 15. Hmm. Esther chapter 2, verse 15. We would rise in an unquestionable manner. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Who was it that said, If I see further, it's because I stand. I think it's either Isaac Newton or Newton. It's because I see, I, 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 if I see for that, it's because I stand on the shoulder of giants. I stand, people think I'm, I'm this big, but I, it's because I'm standing on the advice of giants. Don't go and look for someone's literal shoulder to stand on. It's the, on the advice of giants, on the direction of giants, on the direction of giants. I remember when the ministry started, there was a temptation to spend lots of money on decor and all kinds of things and equipments and all kinds. And I was giving advice that stung, but I thank Jesus. Advice that will help you to be stable and, and, and not to be tossed about like the wind, like an unstable person. And I was told. Who was Jesus' worship leader when he was in ministry? What kind of speakers did Jesus use? What kind of of keyboard did he use? No, he had the word. Keep your focus on the word. And the word you are preaching will create everything else. Because in my mind, I I felt like from the beginning, we had to have a solid music team and, and, you know, ah, great instrumentalists and nice worship leaders say, Hallelujah. that was what was in my mind I I, I went, I was going in with the mindset of we have to start at the top and the Lord, I I was corrected back to go and start properly properly so so, so sometimes I was playing drum dance and the drum would collapse because it was a collapsible drum (laughs) Package it, but everything had to fit into the cupboards there. So, so it's not in anybody's car. And then we can't start service because this brother is still on his way. He, 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 he slept late. And then, he, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> Keep your costs very low. So you are not putting pressure on people financially. So the place we got was $500 a month. And by his grace, when this place became available, we're able to put in hundreds of thousands of dollars because we're saving. 
Now, when the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter to go into the king, that was war. When it came, the time came, the time came. She requested nothing but what the king's eunuch had what? Advised. Some people collect advice that they'll never use. They remember, they've collected it. Just put it in their back pocket. And they move on with life. But when she got there, I've I've never seen a king before. I've never been one-on-one with, who, who tells me I know what to do with a king? And you see a eunuch there who has been chaperoning women, arranging women for the king. He's giving, giving you advice. The king does not like lavender. Don't use lavender. <laughs> <laughs> this man knows. He has seen many women come out sad. Why are you sad? Oh, yeah, the king was just coughing all through. <laughs> lavender, lavender. He, he was a walking encyclopedia. Yet many people are just bypassing him. I know better. I'm fine. My, 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 my crush in the village has told me I'm very beautiful. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> so they were coming to prove to the eunuch that they knew. But Esther came with humility. I don't know anything. I've been playing in the local league. This, this, this is the big league. I don't understand anything. Teach me. And the Bible says she only took what the eunuch told her to take. So maybe the eunuch said, don't wear makeup. This king doesn't like it. Maybe he said, use long eyelashes. (laughs) (laughs) So so when you blink, (laughs) you go to heaven and back. (laughs) And I can imagine Esther coming out. And people are wondering, Wow. How did you do it? How did you know this? Did God give you, show you a dream, a vision? It's not everybody God will give encounters. There are some of us, the people he has put at the encounters. Hmm. The, the, The simple advice he gave her was equivalent of somebody else having dreams and dreams and revelations and visions that they don't even understand. Just simple advice. Remember, this man had, an, had authority. When we are talking about advice, advice from a person with authority. An authority in that area. An authority, an authority, an authority, an authority. When a person has gone through life in a, an area, age does not mean experience in every area. That's what we were told growing up. But we felt like anybody that is old just has, knows everything. <laughs> Some of them have destroyed people's lives. <laughs> if, if you follow what they told you to study in school, you are finished. Authority in an area. This man was in charge of the chicks. And, 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 oh, Jesus. Can the Lord speak to somebody today? <laughs> So Esther looking at him and listening to him was for her own good. This is not school of career and business, but still, what what is your area? Do Do you honor the people with expertise in your area? 
I always wondered, coming from a, a background of consulting, why the, the companies were willing to pay hundreds of thousands, even millions, for some people to come in and just look and just say something and then go. And draft a report they might never read. And then they just go away. Until I realized there are many reasons. One, to shift liabilities. Another is experience. These people have been to many other companies that look like yours. And they are coming to tell you, this is what I think you should do. That experience is very valuable. Right as they step in, they can already tell what the anomaly is. What is off. So when Ruth was told by Naomi, when you go to um, uh, Boaz, um, uh, go at night. Um, wait for him to have finished eating. Don't talk to a man when he's hungry. <laughs> Talking history lessons, give him food. When he has eaten properly, By the time Ruth followed every, because many people are trying to say, oh God, where's my Boaz? Where's my Boaz? Where's your Naomi is the question you should be asking. You're asking the wrong question. Your, your Boaz, your Boaz will not see you <laughs> until you follow the advice Naomi is giving. <laughs> there, there are some men, all they just want is peace. So when you go for a date, you need a Naomi to have told you, when, when he asks you a question, just say, all is well. <laughs> And just smile. You, you might not have paid your rent. Just say, all is good. I'm good. And he's just saying, oh my goodness. She's such an epitome of peace. <laughs> not knowing what he's going to step into. <laughs> we need advisors. People who have experience in that area. This is why companies, this is why Conferences are organized. This is why shows, trade shows, and different things in industries are put together. This is why there's G7, there's G20, there's BRIC, there's this. All these are groups so that advice, there are systems for getting and receiving advice. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Glory to God. And look at the result of what Esther did. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her because she followed advice. There are some professors in your school for students that if you have asked for advice, someone would have told you, don't miss this professor's class. Don't miss their class. To pass this class, you need to he or she pays attention to attendance. I heard a pastor share a story. He said what helped him through school was the moment he got to his first year, he'll go to those in second year to ask them, uh, what should I do? The moment he got, gets to second, he'll go to those in, who were once in second and now in third, he'll ask them. And he just kept doing that. Until he got to his, I believe, his final year, and uh, he followed the same principle, asked those who had graduated, what should I watch out for? I mean, final year. They said, you see this, professor? Don't joke with this class. For whatever reason, maybe it's trauma, but he just doesn't like people not being in class. So 
All he did was just attend class. And one time he got to class, there were not too many there, and the professor said, okay, so good. Uh, we're going to have, uh, I'm giving all of you uh, uh, 40 marks just for being there. I'm taking attendance, and you're getting 40 marks. So just from attending class, he was already about to pass the whole class. <laughs> he wrote the exam. I think he said he got 30 something in the exam out of 60. But 30 something plus 40. <laughs> Just from advice. Just advice. It sounds very easy, but pride will make it the most difficult thing ever. You have dreams. You, you, you so be, af- be afraid and you come up with all kinds of imaginary scenarios. If I ask for advice now, they'll think it's because of him. I, I, all those things, are, that's pride trying to hold you down. People are suffering as I speak now. And the only solution is ask for advice. Ask for advice. I need help. I see the way people respond to you. Everywhere you go, people are smiling. I want people to, to smile when they see me. I've prayed and prayed, and God is not saying anything. But there's God inside you, and I see the result I want. What do I do? And the person will say, I've been watching you. You're like rock, like a rock, an ancient rock. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you show up, just start smiling. Yeah, but that's weird. I'm just smiling. Yeah, I do weird things. <laughs> that's why I get these results. Just start smiling. People are attracted to smiling people. And they, they, are, they are under pressure to reciprocate the smile. <laughs> Look at your neighbor now and just smile. You see that they have to smile. If they don't, then they might be a serial killer. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Whew. Esther chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. Same chapter. So it was when the king's command and decree were heard, and when many young women were gathered at Shushan, the citadel, under the custody of Higa, the same person, this same person, Esther too was taken to the king's palace in the care of Hegai, the custodian of the women. Now look at this. Now the young woman what? Pleased who? The king? The eunuch. Some people will hear this message now. and Don't make this mistake. You want to go to people as if it's your right. Give me advice. <laughs> wow, indeed. Give me advice. Uh, apostles, you heard the message. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just got a job now. Give me advice. Um, <laughs> they don't realize that, you see, advice, is a, it can save you 10 years of your life. At least please the person. At least do something. Maybe a gift card, something, something, something. Starbucks, I mean, Tim Hudson's. Just, just something. Just, just something. The Bible says, before he guy told her what to take into the king's presence. She already pleased him. You see, life is so simple. This looks like a transaction. But you see, when something is your lifestyle, you're not even realizing you are, you're not even realize you are pleasing people. I'm not saying be a people pleaser. That's different. That's someone who doesn't have stability. They are just, you know, they, 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 they. no, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you are being very strategic. Esther knew who Higai was. 
was a man with authority. And if I can connect with this man, I, 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 I stand a way better chance. Some might be thinking, yeah, but that's not authentic. I don't mind to be authentic. Well done. <laughs> Keep waiting for authentic. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Are we, are, we are all dressed right now. Are we being authentic? You are wearing makeup. Are you authentic? Yeah. I've shaved my head. Let me come to me. Am I being authentic? What is the meaning of authenticity? Authenticity. <laughs> what is the meaning? It's the confidence you put out in whatever it is you're doing, so long as your motive is right. Amen. So while the other ladies were busy making friends with people who didn't matter, Esther understood. Please, please listen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah. Life is very strategic. Even God himself, strategic. Why did he not waste his time going, appearing to all, all kinds of people? No, but he appeared to Paul. He, was being, he had looked around and said, I want to use this man. When is the best time? Okay, he's going to Damascus. Then he trapped him. Is that not strategy? And he appeared to him in a very dramatic way. In a way that Paul would not say no. And then Paul started to work for him. Please be strategic. Glory to God. We're speaking about wisdom. Where do you get your advice from? So imagine there are two, two people. You want to buy a house. One person is just talking like a parrot. You didn't ask for information. No, they've not bought a house. Or they don't have a, but they are just talking. They have information. Information. Please listen. But then there's another who is not talking much. But who you have to investigate by yourself. And you realize this person has X number of houses. They have enough for investments and all kinds. Who should you get advice from? Is it the one that is making noise? Or the one that actually have, has the information? It is why we must be very strategic. Lots of people are talking these days. Just go online. People are talking. People have a lot to say. But you want to get advice from people with proof, with evidence, with evidence to show, with evidence to show, with evidence to show. This man knew what he was doing. And that was the best person to get advice from. Now, imagine if Mordecai gave Esther advice on what to wear. <laughs> And what perfect, I hope Mordecai will not step out of his own lane. But there are some Mordecais who don't know their boundary. They want to talk about everything. So you have to be smart enough to know. Okay, this is good, great advice, Mordecai. Thank you. But if Hegai talks, you have to listen to Hegai. Except if Mordecai tells you God said. That's different. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now look at Mordecai now. In Esther chapter 2 verse 10. Mordecai advised Esther again. Esther had not revealed her people or family. For Mordecai had what? Charged her. That's a very strong advice. It's a charge. He charged her not to reveal it. Now, 
Remember, Mordecai was working in the palace. He was at the king's gate. So Mordecai had authority in what he was saying. I've been here. I've seen many people rise and fall. Don't say where you are from yet. If you go back to, go to verse 20 now, the same thing again, the Bible says, and she did not say anything because Mordecai had told her. Now, Esther had not revealed her family and her people just as Mordecai had tried. So she followed the command of Mordecai, even as she became successful. So some people, when they are starting out, they listen to advice. But when they begin to earn six figures, that means 100K and above, they don't take advice anymore. Now they, are, they become big. <laughs> Until the bills begin to pile up and they realize that that's not big money at all. But Esther became queen and was still following the advice Mordecai gave. Because the ladder that took you up you have to be careful with it. If you kick it off, uh, you cannot stay up. Advice. The ability to identify where good advice can come from and to pay the price to get the advice. Why do you think world leaders in Western nations who have been the head of their government prior, so like Stephen Harper, for example, Obama, for example, Clinton, for example, why do you think private firms snatch them the moment they leave power? Now, Stephen Harper perhaps is a, is a they'll just tell you senior advisor for this law firm, whatever. But, but what are they getting from them? <laughs> Imagine that wealth of experience, having led the country, having met world leaders and connections. Imagine that person working for you. Advice. And it's such an interesting system. I don't know what I feel about it. But, but they'll say on one hand, you cannot reveal state secrets. But what if you are the state secret yourself? <laughs> and the state secret is working for you. So they'll pay a lot to have someone like that to be an advisor. The value of advice in the school of wisdom. So you are listening to people and something I, 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 I highly recommend to us is let other people's mistakes be your advice. Let it, let it advise you. Let it advise you. Let it advise you. <laughs> Maybe you've seen this clip. <laughs> it's funny. Where you see a man, you know, of course they, they, they planned it, giving a paper to someone and then he's not receiving that, and then he kicks him, and he gives it to him again. Anybody seen that? And then he, he receives it. Then the other people come in. What, 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 what do you think they'll do? When he offers the paper to them, they'll receive it. Social experiment. And it worked all the time. No. <laughs> and the other people come in. So they say, yeah. <laughs> Let other people's mistakes be the best advice for you. And the, one of the best ways for that is learn to read biographies. Whether it's by reading or by watching. Learn to hear other people's stories. Don't let people use your mistake as their own advice. Read, read biographies. 
I remember reading Billy Graham's biography, Just As I Am, massive book. <laughs> oh my goodness, that, that one sentence from there changed my life and saved my life. I didn't have to go around the world with him. But I just saw what I saw there and I said, oh my goodness. It is like someone who has gotten to the top of a mountain. Telling you and then telling you there are lions here. So, so when you come here, make sure you have something to protect yourself from lions. And you heard that and you're able to package that in your, in your toolbox as you were going. So, so when, the, you know like those games you play. You've done played it many times. And then you, you, you realize what killed your character in the first place. Like, 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 like um, um, whatever they are. Uh, so when you get there, you're already ready. You're ready. Biographies is such a gift. In fact, the Bible is, is in a large, to a large extent, a book of biographies. We've seen Abraham's story, Isaac's story. Jacob's story, Esther's story, Daniel's story, all these are biographies of saints. But then there are still people who have passed through the earth in recent times. Whose stories we can learn from. And then you realize that nobody planned to fail, but some were met with failure. But because you are aware of that, you can prepare yourself for the inevitable so as a woman, when you get into the bedroom, you already know what other women faced. And you are ready for those vampires. So when they begin to play the same games, you know, you, you, no, 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 I came prepared. I, you must be that character. You must be, you must. I came, I came prepared. I came prepared. I came prepared. Glory to God. That's, that's the pillar of sound advice. Sound advice. Sound advice. You know, many people know in the industry that Apple does, they hardly do something for the first time. They wait for others to do it. And then they learn from their mess-ups. And then they come and present it to you. This is the iPhone. You can touch it. You can do this. And, but yet, they were not the first ones. This is vision pro. It's a vision. <laughs> but yet, we've seen many others that failed. And all they did was package their strengths, their weaknesses, and then presented it. We can be men and women who walk boldly in the school of wisdom by taking advantage of sound advice. Especially preventive advice. Something has not happened. I don't like this reactive kind of mentorship. Anybody that plays around me, I, 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 do, I don't have time for that. But those who benefit the most are those who are proactive. You hardly see people reach out because they, they have an opportunity and they need help. Most people, is when they are failed, they want to get help to come out. Of course, if you are on the ground, you need to come up. But for many people, so long as things are going well, they don't think they need advice. But that is where we need the most advice, to take advantage of opportunities available. So we are moving from glory to glory to glory. Remember, the best advisor is the Holy Ghost. But don't make, the Holy Spirit cannot be your only advisor. The Holy Spirit in you cannot be the only advisor. 
The Holy Ghost in others too can advise you. Because why? You see, because of what we have experienced and the way God speaks to us in our inner man, the voice of the Holy Spirit can be corrupted before it gets to your mind. If you've had bad experiences with a kind of a, a, a group of people, you, it will be difficult to hear God clearly concerning those people. Not impossible, but difficult. No wonder the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, the truth is confirmed. Remember my first few interviews here in Canada? Somebody told me, yeah, you know, whether it's true or false, but I got that advice from a reasonable person, so I followed it. <laughs> Here, some of these old school folks, they don't like when you when you wear a shirt, just wear a white shirt. Anybody heard that advice? Ah, not many people, okay. <laughs> just wear a white shirt. Then I used to be multicolored and everything, you know, came from Europe, you know, European guy. <laughs> just <laughs> I put it aside, wearing white shirts. Look at me, I'm a humble guy. I need a job. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs> ah, the power of advice from the right people. So I'm told to write a book. And then you just start and you start writing because you've been writing essays. You might keep writing an essay till Jesus comes. But when you speak to someone who has published books, I remember when I was going to publish the first few ones, at that time. So I went to a particular event and by divine coincidence, I won the prize there. And the prize was a book and, and a painting. So I saw the book and I saw the author and I knew the author was connected to the person who organized the event. So I asked him, can you connect me with this lady? I, I'm, I'm, I'm writing now. I, I, I don't know anything about publishing. Can I have a chat with her? So we had a conversation. He connected me. She's all, all the way in Ontario. So we had a chat. I said, okay, how did you go through the process? So she, you see, when you honor people, they are willing to give you information. Because deep down, everybody wants to be a blessing. Most people want to be a blessing. So she gave advice, more than I asked for. And I said, how about publishing? Because there's traditional, there's non-traditional. So she told me, yeah, you know, you, you, you should go non-traditional because for traditional, they have to decide if they want to take it or not. And you have to get a literary agent and all that and all that. So she said, you know, she did all her research and uh, she went with a particular non-traditional publisher. But she said, but you can do your research. I said, why should I do research? <laughs> I see your book. You have succeeded. <laughs> why would I go and do research? No, I didn't do any research. I just went with the same company she went with. <laughs> My life is not for experiments. No, 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 no. I don't have time to waste. She was just laughing. I said, I'm not doing research. No, no, no. I see your book. <laughs> I see your book. <laughs> you know, some people come for advice, but they turn it into an argument session. You have zero knowledge. And somebody is telling you, it's just like going to argue with your doctor. He says, take this medication. I say, no, why, why this one? So assume, why not something else that is small? But that's for diabetes. <laughs> what you are saying is just have headache. Yeah, but I just want something small. It makes no sense. Be still and listen. 
Please rise up on your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.